0: Good afternoon. I'm Lisa Labez, and this is The Rundown. A federal jury of nine women and three men is now deliberating the federal corruption case against former Chicago alderperson Ed Burke. Nearly 40 witnesses testified over the six weeks of the trial. Burke and two co-defendants are charged in a 19-count racketeering indictment. Burke is accused of using his public office to try to extort and bribe people into steering business to his private law firm. The sentencing of four people convicted earlier this year in a conspiracy to bribe then-Illinois House Speaker Michael Madigan for ComEd has been delayed. The four defendants were supposed to be sentenced in federal court next month, but a judge today in the case said those proceedings should be rescheduled. This comes in the wake of the Supreme Court's decision to review the corruption conviction of the former mayor of Portage, Indiana. Defense attorneys for the ComEd defendants say the high court's review of that case could have an impact on the convictions of their clients. The death of a five-year-old boy who was staying at a migrant shelter in Chicago's Pilsen neighborhood on the south side is raising questions about conditions inside these facilities. Jean Carlos Martinez died yesterday after suffering a medical emergency at the shelter. It's at Cermak and Halstead. Chicago Sun-Times reporter Michael Loria says migrants have been raising concerns about conditions like overcrowding at the shelter. In videos shared by migrants inside, you can see that it's the type of situation where it's just caught after cot after caught, you know, really not great in terms of trying to um, mitigate any sort of spread of illness. And in these videos, you can see a lot of the children just lying on cots who are visibly ill. The cause of the child's death is not known. The Columbia College Faculty Union says a tentative agreement has been made with the administration that ends a 49-day strike with adjuncts. Details of the agreement haven't been released. Union members and college leaders have to vote on it. And if that vote goes through, adjunct faculty would resume teaching after winter break on January 2nd. Chicago-area Salvation Army centers are seeing an increase in demand for their services compared with 2022, especially at food banks and shelters. Spokesperson Brian Duell says the area of greatest need right now has more to do with Christmas. When a family has to make a choice between paying the rent, paying their utility bill, putting gas in their car, usually things like toys fall you know, to the bottom of the list. Duel says without more toy donations, thousands of families across Chicago won't be able to give their children gifts. He says donations can be dropped off at the headquarters on Pulaski near Foster on the northwest side, or gifts can be delivered there through Amazon. And the Archdiocese of Chicago says it's going to start purchasing energy from wind and solar power sources. Eric Wallen is capital assets officer for the Archdiocese of Chicago. And he tells my colleague Juan Pablo Ramirez-Franco the move will mean using renewable energy to power hundreds of parishes and elementary schools across Cook and Lake Counties. All the power that uh, is consumed by those buildings and, you know, thousands of buildings will come from sustainable sources and particularly uh, wind power identified sources uh, generated in the Midwest. The Archdiocese says the renewable energy purchase is the equivalent of removing 15,000 cars from the road every year. Weather, cloudy and blustery with a high in the low 30s and then clearing skies tonight, a low near 20. Tuesday, sunny and breezy with a high near 32. You can find the latest news wherever you want at WBEZ.org or on your radio at 91.5 FM. I'm Lisa Labis. Thank you for listening.